The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to the third hour of Radio Law Talk. I'm Todd Cunin, filling in for Fred Penny. And to my right is Denise Dirks. Denise, welcome to the third hour. How are things going? Things are going great, but yes. very quick. It's funny how fast the time goes when you're doing the show. I know. It feels like I need to be wearing a seatbelt how fast this show goes, you know, because we do take a lot of turns and twists. And if you're not wearing a seatbelt and traveling at these speeds, things could get dangerous. I'll stop the metaphor there. Cal <laughs> Hunter behind the glass. Cal, how are you? Well, you know, I'm as well as a man can be. Had a great weekend. Uh, got to go to a grandson wedding, did all of that stuff, and uh, and lived out a couple of little Fun things, like I said, if you if you know can dig it, you know the guy makes great cars. We got to actually see the guy, go into his shop, look around. It was really a great adventure. And full of family and Exa- friends, oh, that right? that was the best part. And my wife and I got to spend some, you know, we both work about 60 hours a week. She works for my radio company. I do radio. We work a lot of hours. We just got to enjoy each other, and that was the best part of the whole thing. That is, yeah. that is outstanding. You're 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 making me almost almost <laughs> you're almost making me pine for pine for a relationship, but not quite there. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> wait. <laughs> okay. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, I am serious. Well, we've had a good time the first two hours of this show, case or no cases. We've covered a lot of topics coming up in this hour. A really unique topic is we're going to talk about um, what happens in a situation during a uh, a situation where you have parents and they're raises the question about religious beliefs and what can a court do when one parent objects to the religious beliefs or teachings of another parent. Denise will be talking about that one. We're going to talk about the Kawhi Leonard copyright case about his iconic claw design and whether or not Nike owns it or him. Um, interesting ruling out of the Ninth Circuit where they had, the Ninth Circuit actually ruled in Trump's favor. A three-judge panel ruled in President Trump's favor as it relates to funding to sanctuary cities. El Chapo has been sentenced. We have issues to talk about there. And any other ones that might happen to pop up. But, Cal, I'm informed that this is going to be a, a double jeopardy round of case or no case? Well, I, Did I, I hear that right? I'm going to give you the option. If okay. you want to risk some points, you may risk up to three points in our case or no case uh, for today. So let me make sure. Where I stand right now at what? Six, eight, 18, uh, 18 points? Well, so you have 18. So yeah. if I risk three, you're saying I could go as high as 21 or drop down to as low as 15. Which is where you started today. De- All right. Denise, on the other hand, also is 18, but she could revert back to where she started today, which would be a minus. Uh, I could go uh, below it. Yeah, one point lower than All she right, started. All right. So Denise, uh, I'm gonna. What are you gonna do? No, you. What are you gonna do? Oh, oh, I have to. I have to tip my hand first. Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, let's see. It's Denise's turn to go first today, uh, this hour. So, uh, Denise, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> So if I uh, put two at risk, then I get four if I win. Correct. That's if you get both elements of the case uh-huh. right. Or if you, you know, if you put two at risk and you get half of right, you get two for one. Okay, I'll do two. All right, two for Denise. Todd, what about you? Oh, I am just go big or go home. I'm gonna risk three. I love it when he says that because yeah. usually he goes home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, no, no. Well, we'll see if he goes home today. Now it's time to right play now. Case or No Case. Yay! Man in Winslow, Arizona, contacted by Ford Motor Company over the use of the term flatbed Ford as the name of his car dealership. DeLeon Monahan is a used car dealer in Winslow, Arizona. He decided he wanted to have some fun with his community's heritage, and shake some things up. Business wasn't going great. 
He thought, well, maybe if I tie into the community, I can do a little better. And, you know, the old eagle song, Take It Easy, there's a line that says, there's a girl, my lord, in a flatbed for There's a statue right there at the Four Corners in Winslow, Arizona. He said, that's it. I'll name my business Flatbed Ford Pre-Owned Autos. What a great idea. So he got his license changed with the state, the city business license, got that all changed, got his signs. He's not a dealer. He's a used car guy. Got his signs made up, hung them up, and what do you know? A cease and desist letter came from Fomoco in Detroit, Michigan, and said, uh, by the way, the local Ford dealer is called High Desert Motors. They called Ford and said, do you know somebody else is using the name Ford in Winslow? Dion Monahan was nonplussed. He responded in a letter, I'm using a song lyric. I'm not saying I'm a Ford dealer at all. In fact, I sell way more Dodge trucks than anything else. And he sought counsel. And so I ask you, case or no case, Ms. Dirks, you have... What a uh, total of uh, four points at risk here. So what's it going to be? Uh, who, who wrote the cease and desist letter? Fomoco, Ford Motor Company. Okay. Now I understand it. <laughs> that <laughs> I was thought, all it took. I thought you said Flamonco. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said Formica. And I was like, what does my countertop like, have to do with this? What does Flamoco mean? <laughs> Sorry, my bad. My bad. No, it's my bad, As too. As I age, my diction gets sloppier, apparently. But anyway, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, it is a song. Winslow, Arizona yeah, got yeah, such a yeah, fine yeah, sight yeah. to see, yeah, right? That's right. Um, and, and there is a statue. There's so many other yeah. dealerships that say Ford. But they all say Ford. <laughs> right? Yeah. Stop. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, gosh. And he's just trying to have fun, make a little money. You know. And I could lose two points. You could also win four. I could. If I get it right. That's correct. Okay. There's not a lot of detail here. Um, you cease and desist letter, and then he get lawyers up. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean there's a case. It could be a factual scenario that happened um, and not a case. And that's one of the things that I'm kind of leaning toward. Um, that's an option. I think I have to say no case. Okay. I just have to say no case. Mr. Kunin? Oh, brother. Well, <laughs> I'm going to say, what I have to do here is I have to think, why would Cal choose, what is unique about this case? And I'm going to say that it is a case. And because he says for, flatbed Ford uh, motors or whatever it is, I think that my personal feeling is that is a bit – the average consumer would look at that and not think of a song lyric. They would think, hey, that's Ford Motor Company, and that must be where they sell flatbeds. And I think it's a reasonable argument on the part of Ford, and I think Ford succeeds in having this guy have to change his name or shut down. So it's a case, and Ford Motor Company prevails. Hmm. That's going to be my argument on that. Are there any additional facts that you could give us, Cal, that may shape our decisions? Uh, the dealership is no longer in business. If okay. That, if that's of any benefit to you, what he tried to do did not work. If that gives you any any benefit, you know, anything to think about. Okay. So well, it's a scenario, but not a case. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with my answer. I say it is a case. And Ford Motor Company prevails because the name was just too similar to products that Ford. Look, the reason it's in the song is because Ford makes flatbed trucks. Hello. So that's uh, that's why. Well, okay. And uh, when we come back, we'll find out whether Denise believes that it's not a case or Todd's belief that somehow it is as, uh, prevails. So that's next right here on Radio Law Talk. By the way, you can call the show. You can tweet us. You can look at us on Facebook. You can stream us live. All of that information is available on RadioLawTalk.com. We'll be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. 
I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family. Call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah. We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. LettyandCompany.com. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous, help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. Uh-oh. And we are back here at Radio Law Talk, just finishing up the introductory part of Case or No Case. And we have said what our... Oh, how shall I put this? What our choices are for me and Denise. But, Cal, why don't you go ahead, get it set up, and tell us if we're up or down, four points, six points, whatever, respectively. Dillion Monahan used the name Flatbed Ford. Where is it? What's the name? I got. I have a Flatbed Ford Motors in at Winslow, Arizona, and the local Ford dealer, High Desert Ford, objected. We told Ford Motor Company. Ford Motor Company sent a cease and desist later, uh, letter. 
Mr. Monahan said, look, I am, come on, I'm just using the lyrics in a song. I'm not using Ford. There's no blue oval. Stop it. And Ford said, no, you stop it. So he, <laughs> so he got a lawyer and decided to uh, uh, figure out what to do. And so the first question is, Denise, you put what at risk? Two points. You put two points. So if you're right here, you get four. Correct. Todd, you put three points. If I'm wrong, I lose two. Yes. Okay. Todd, you you put up three. Yes. Okay. So if you're right, you go up to 18. um, No, you go up to 21 points. And if you're wrong, you go back to 15. Wait a second. Wait a second. If she put up two points and if she's right, she goes up to four. She goes up four points, right? Right. So then she right. So she would go from 18 to 22, right? Correct. So if I put up three points, shouldn't I go up six? Yeah, that's true. Correct. Correct. So I, I could go conceivably. But you only to 20, lose three. But I could conceivably yeah. go up to 24, right. or I could go down to 15. Right. You lose three, you win six. Okay. Right. That's how it goes. Okay. So <laughs> he's looking at me like I don't know why we're making that clear. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I just, I just, <laughs> I just want people, <laughs> for those of you who say... When we talk about the issue of moot points, that's one of them. <laughs> those of you who say, this was uh, a case, oh, Mr. No. Cunin. <laughs> <laughs> Which means <laughs> that it was not a case, and yes... I made every <laughs> syllable of that up. So, so I'm at 22. <laughs> yeah, you're at 22 points, and uh, Todd's at 15, and Fred's still hanging in there at 20. So it's as if I didn't even play today. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know, the most points that I ever won, you know, at one time was when I didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> when we had somebody playing for you. Yes. Fred's, Seth, Fred's you, son-in-law Seth. played for him for you instead of Fred. Right. And Fred could have used the points. Yeah. Uh, well... That was a scintillating bit of radio. We want to remind you that later this hour, we will have for you quick takes at the very end of this hour. So we just want to remind you of that. And I'll probably lose points at that, too. So. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is case or no case. Well, you know, on the heels of that, uh, one of the common issues I would imagine that takes place when a couple divorces and they have kids is, well, what if, I mean, you have these people that get married and they're of different religious faiths and they make an agreement while they're married about how the kids are going to be raised. And that's one thing if the marriage continues, but when the marriage dissolves, I can see an issue arising where, well, we didn't have an agreement anymore. And, and how that is handled going forward. And, Denise, we've got a case coming up or some stuff here that, that talks about that. Why don't you get right. us up to this, speed? This actually happens all of the time. This is not an unusual occurrence. Um, oftentimes when the parties split, they split maybe because they even differ religiously. They have different religious beliefs or they've changed their different their religious beliefs. So there is a case, it's called In Re Marriage of Weiss, um, that's W-E-I-S-S, and that is a California appellate court case, and this is a case where the parties, before they got married, they entered into a prenuptial agreement, and that's a contract that is enforceable when upon the marriage, it becomes enforceable, and then when they divorce, it's what traditionally you're going to rely on. And in that... Um, Wait, Denise, you're saying there's a religious clause in their prenuptial agreement? Yes. Really? Yes, they agreed that the child is going to be raised Jewish. Huh. Okay? Now, now was this... Uh, were there three people here? One had gold, one had frankincense, one had... Oh, oh that'd be wise. No, one Never. had a demur. Okay, a demur. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, that's a marriage of wise. Sorry, I was thinking three wise. I apologize. Go on. Okay. I wish it's radio. I wish people could see the look that Denise just gave me. She's like, what spaceship did you say? He, he changes the subject, makes you focus on something. You have to think about what the heck is hey, he talking hey, about. It, it's, look, it's not it's not pictures and trial, okay? So, <laughs> continue. True. True. Well, it almost is. This is distracting. Okay. Okay. So anyway, in this case, they said that unless 
a parent shall not be enjoined or prohibited um, from involving the child in the parent's religious activities unless it's going to be a clear and affirmative showing of harm to that child, like Satanism or some kind of a religious activity that could be harmful to the child where they see something they're not supposed to see or, you know, something that could cause trauma or something to that effect. Was, was there a case out there where um, child labor laws prohibit children from doing and, and there was one where maybe the child would have been used on the streets to proselyte and had it been anything outside the context of marriage that would have clearly violated the child labor laws because the kid would have been out there for over 10 hours in the course said, yeah that's something that you can't impose on the kid is that did that happen i don't know of that case okay and it could possibly have happened but basically it comes down to this the parents both have religious rights under the Constitution. The child at some point does too. So even if the parents are trying to enforce something on the child and it's clearly a harmful to the child, like not letting them have um, medical or that type of treatments, then the child's rights become more important than the parents' beliefs. So we're going to head into break. We'll follow up on this when we come back. I didn't want Denise to feel rushed getting through it. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. When we come back, we'll complete this discussion on the religious rights of parents and what they can talk to their kids about. And uh, that'll be after this bottom-of-the-hour break. You're listening to Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station. Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more, call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel steel quality all at a price you can afford so don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great 800-617-9312 that's 800-617-9312 know someone with a drinking or drug problem Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. 
going to quick quack car wash. Get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to. Don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds. It's a quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car. Wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack, will spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was asked the quick quack car wash. Get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road, come visit the dock. Quick quack car wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? All right, then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti consilius meoriere poquestus purpurium juris consult. Latin, that's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have, have Todd, Todd do it. it. Me? <laughs> read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <coughs> The information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com as well. I like the Amadrosa Valley. This is Radio Law Talk. And now... So we are here again talking about government or courts involvement relating to and how that stacks up against the religious pursuits of parents who are divorced. The case that I was talking about with um, if somebody is engaging in maybe child labor laws, for example, it, it stuck out my mind. I did find it. It comes from 1944. It's Prince versus Massachusetts. Briefly, um, there was a woman who was a legal guardian over a nine-year-old girl, and that woman's religious beliefs, pursuant to those, required her to go and proselyte in the city center, handing out tracts and and basically promoting flyers, the, flyers and... promoting the religion. And she took the nine-year-old with her. Well, the state of Massachusetts had a child labor law at the time that prevented. You pointed out this, that the law may be – the loss itself may be questionable in today's day and age based upon gender discrimination. But as it stated at the time, it said that no boys under the age of 12 and no girls under the age of 18 were permitted to sell literature or other goods on public thoroughfares. It was a safety issue. I, I think in today's day and age, they would probably normalize the ages and make it gender neutral. But that was the law at the time, and the U.S. Supreme Court, in a 5-4 decision, um, said that the prosecution of this woman for taking the nine-year-old to engage in that kind of activity that violated the labor laws uh, was not precluded. She, she could be prosecuted despite the right to freedom of religion under the Constitution, that this was a safety issue for the child, and that the fact that she chose to violate the law but under the guise of religion did not prevent her from being prosecuted, 5-4 decision, that continues to be the law. So that's an example of how the courts have deemed that child could be put in harm's way based upon a religious belief. Just one example. There are others. But right. Denise, others would be blood transfusions. Absolutely. Um, and so really the law started, the, the best statement of the law is a case called Zumo, Z-U-M-M-O. And in that case, um, the parents had an oral prenuptial agreement that's very funny for me because uh, you know in california you have to have it in writing and they agreed to raise the child um under jewish um religion and they did for 10 years and then the the husband wanted to 
take the children to the Roman Catholic Church and introduce them to his religion. And he, he did. He was allowed to do that because the court said, quote, parents are to be free to doubt, question, and change their beliefs and that they are and that they be free to instruct their children in accordance with those beliefs unless the beliefs or conduct of the parent are uh, demonstrated by competent evidence uh, to present a substantial threat of present or future physical or emotional harm to the child so if so if uh, if if couple A and couple B you know they get divorced or party A party B they get divorced and the and the guy says well you know I got this new religion I want to take the kids to it does involve live human sacrifice but that's okay yeah, there'd be an objection to that uh, anything that would be traumatic but it look litigation or not even human sacrifice it just sure. involves sacrifice of some type of animal and the litigation is going to be where do you draw the line where do you draw the line as to what constitutes harm or not and that's why we have judges and not computers sitting at the bench because that's going to take a determination on a case-by-case basis about whether um something could be something that's harmful to the child could survive the freedom of religion clause in the constitution taken on a case-by-case basis but as those cases come up, we'll go ahead and follow those. Yeah, there's a lot of cases coming up with regard to religious freedoms, and that applies to the states under the 14th Amendment, and your religious beliefs and freedoms are in the First Amendment. So that's the constitutional component to these type of cases, and they're pretty consistent. And I'm, my experience is that judges do not want to get involved in that. They're not going to say mom gets every Sunday or dad gets every Sunday, Saturday because of religious beliefs. They're not going to split the time like that based on, on religious beliefs. They're going to let the religious beliefs of the parents um, dictate what the child is exposed to. Absolutely. That's it. Um, we've got other stuff to talk about as far as law and, and case types are concerned, but we would be remiss if we did not mention the passing of former Supreme Court Justice John Paul Stevens. Justice Stevens served on the court for nearly 35 years and was often viewed as the court's leading liberal, but I don't think that he liked that characterization. He rejected that characterization, saying, quote, I don't think of myself as liberal at all. I think as part of my general politics, I'm pretty darn conservative. To me, he always struck me in his decisions as somebody that, and I tend to do this as well, I'm going to take it on a case-by-case basis and rule based upon what I think is right. I'm not tying myself to a political ideology and then making sure that I pigeonhole all of my opinions into that ideology. In, in my opinion, Justice Stevens represents... Uh, a flaw in the logic that many people have that a justice will always side with the political persuasions and views of the president who nominated him. Justice Stevens was nominated by President Ford, a Republican. And to go from that to being viewed, despite his objection, by many others as the court's leading liberal ought to really fly in the face of the idea that if a conservative judge nominates a Supreme Court justice, that that justice will always rule conservatively. Denise? He served more than twice the average of the normal tenure. He served for 35 years on the Supreme Court. That means he really did have a huge involvement in the Supreme Court and decisions that were made during that time. And a lot of times he would stand up for beliefs that um, were not necessarily policies of the Republican Party, but he was always well-reasoned in his belief and why a, a case should go one way or the other. He, he, was very, he would always be very well-reasoned under the law. Justice Stevens retired from the Supreme Court in 2010 at the age of 90 passed away this year at the age of 99, and he will be missed for the wisdom that he imparted to the public even after his retirement from the bench. He was 
still offering his opinion and whether you agreed with it or not. Most recently on the Judge Kavanaugh nomination, he had an opinion about Judge Kavanaugh before the proceedings started, and that opinion changed. His, his opinion was that he did not believe that Judge Kavanaugh should be a Supreme Court justice, and he said that he based that not upon the allegations against him, but on Kavanaugh's demeanor during the nomination process and the way he defended himself. Personally, I, I disagree with that viewpoint. I think that when you accuse somebody the way that Kavanaugh was accused, it's it's doesn't mean you can't be fair and unbiased just because you voice your disagreement. And we have seen in Kavanaugh's opinion since then that he doesn't appear to have held a grudge from all of that in how he's decided. But the beauty of our country and the beauty of what we have here is that Justice Stevens can offer his opinion, Todd Kunin can offer his opinion, Denise Dirks can offer her opinion, and the content of the opinion does not affect the right to offer it. Right, and uh, one of the things, he did not make those comments as a sitting judge. He made them as a private citizen, and I happen to agree with him because when uh, Kavanaugh said that this is a conspiracy of the Clintons and got into this wholehearted conspiracy theory against him, I thought he he looked like he wasn't of sound mind, to be honest with you. And um, and I think by getting going the political route, that was also against the demeanor of what we expect from judges. So Todd and I can be here and respectfully disagree with each other, and we both have good reasons to do so. Absolutely. I, I will agree that Justice Kavanaugh, in his defense of himself, certainly looked impassioned and it you know was not taking it as the monotone I mean, when justice thomas was accused of things back in the 90s he was very monotoned and almost robotic and certainly kavanaugh was not but i'm just thankful we live in a country where everybody can offer their opinions and the opinions are all valid and that your right to offer them is not based upon the content but by the fact that you exist you can talk right and justice john paul stevens rest in peace we miss you you are our hero on both sides of this of this table we're at the bottom of the hour we'll be back after these messages folks you're listening to radio law talk on your favorite radio station a reminder radio law talk is live every saturday from nine o'clock to noon pacific time so if you don't get to hear all three hours all you have to do is click over to radiolawtalk.com you can stream the show there live or you can download our podcast which we post usually by tuesday of the following week this is radio law talk on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376, that's 800-918-1376. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you, Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. 
I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Peekaboo. Peekaboo. Smile. Smile, buddy. Come on. Smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. <sighs> yeah. Maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby. I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at AutismSpeaks.org signs or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better. And it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories. I took pills. Eating and eating and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous, help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. If you pay my fee, I'll take your cake. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. So I misspoke as we went into the break. I said we were coming up on the bottom of the hour as we were talking about Justice Stevens. No, that was the three-quarter hour mark. We're in our last segment here on Radio Law Talk. Going to hit a couple of really quick stories here. The Ninth Circuit, not typically Trump-friendly, but a three-judge panel has ruled in the Trump administration's favor regarding whether or not the administration could withhold funds, the Department of Justice could withhold funds that had been previously earmarked to go to a city if that city maintained and continued to violate the law by saying that they were going to be a sanctuary city and harbor those that were in the United States in violation of the immigration policy. It was a two-to-one decision, and it involved a $3 million grant under the administration's policy, I recall when this was appealed and them saying that the Trump administration could not do this, I would expect that this will undoubtedly be appealed to the entire Ninth Circuit and, depending on the outcome, probably make it to the Supreme Court like several others. But it is rare for the Trump administration to get a victory in the Ninth Circuit at all. That was kind of unique. So Yeah, it is unique, but uh, certainly one that looks like it's going to get appealed oh, further. Oh, I think so. And, it, and on this issue, I think it does raise something about where you draw the line. I, I mean, on this particular issue as it relates to immigration, I understand the hot-button topic. But if cities were allowed to do this, the big concern I would have going forward is the slippery slope. And by that, I mean... Well, what happens then when you have a city that has funds that are to be designated to them for a specific purpose that is a law-abiding type purpose, and then the city decides to use those funds for something else because it no longer adheres to the law? I think the concern is how far down the slope that would go. They definitely want to head that off to make sure that funds are used for the purpose for which they are given. This case seems to be something that opens the door. I'm not saying that they're there yet by any stretch of the imagination. 
but it does raise those issues, and absolutely, this is going to be appealed. And I think it's going to would be a totally different situation if you were looking at a sanctuary state, because states' rights are a lot different than city rights. A- absolutely, mm-hmm. it, but and the only issue would be to the extent that states' rights are different. But if the state, as a sovereign, wants to get money from the federal government, this look, this has arisen in other areas where. Let's say the federal government wants to give money to a school that is supposed to be religiously neutral, but then that school ends up being very religiously focused. The question is, can you get the funds if the school is getting funds from the country and the school is not religiously neutral? And does that violate a different section of the Constitution? A lot of issues, and we will follow this one going forward. Kawhi Leonard. Everybody, we've talked about this before. Kawhi Leonard, basketball player, just signed with the Clippers. Is that right? He just signed with the Los Angeles Clippers after being recruited by several and leading the Toronto Raptors to their first NBA championship. Over a wounded Warriors team, let's be honest about it. But anyway, go ahead. That is true. <laughs> I agree with you 100%. I mean, how many people do you have to have suffer season-ending injuries before it's actually a lock that you'll win over them? But whatever. Right. Um, they're playing the JV team. That's, you know, to, to quote Obama. That's right. So, That's right. Um, Kawhi Leonard, in a dispute with Nike over his Iconic claw symbol, the the symbol, if you go to Radio Law Talk's Twitter page, Denise, or we have recently uploaded a picture of not only not only the symbol as it currently exists on Nike products, but we also have what Nike says Kawhi Leonard originally submitted to them as his original idea for the logo. Now, how do I paint the picture here? Um, anybody who has children that have ever been in preschool knows that around the middle of November, as Thanksgiving is coming along, that the children engage in the oft-used art project of tracing their hand on a piece of paper and then using the thumb to be the turkey's head and and beak, and then the rest of their fingers would be the back of the turkey's plumage, feathers, if you will. And that's kind of what Nike says that Leonard submitted to them for his logo, at which point they sent it to their team of experts and said, well, what can we do here? And I think Nike may have an argument if if this is indeed the extent of what Leonard submitted to them. Nike may have a have an argument that what they ultimately came up with differs significantly enough from Leonard's original drawings that he says he spent a lot of time and consulted with experts on. Okay. <laughs> and and that's I just look, I don't want to say anything about art is very subjective, but that's what he says is what he submitted. And if that's the case, Nike may have an argument. And I would like to really point out the differences because that's really what we're looking at here. Yes. The little pinky on um, uh, Kawi's, it's that is just a blank there. And the K that he has in that one is on the middle finger started and on your pointer finger, and it extends to the thumb. The K in Nike's is the, the little finger connected to the ring finger. That's right. And then the middle finger extends to the thumb as an L. So it does have the same concept. And then it's got the pointer finger, kind of a cool little design um, so they're diff- really, to me, they're really different. <laughs> Absolutely. So what you're saying is if you took your left hand, for example, and laid it face down, so the back of your hand is facing you, that's the description that she gave. The pinky and the ring finger form the K. And then what do we got here? The middle the, finger. The middle finger, index finger, and the thumb collectively form the K, the L for KL. Kawhi on Leonard. the Nike one. Yeah, on the Nike mm-hmm. one. And in Kawhi Leonard's, the K is formed with the middle finger, with the with the <laughs> and extending to the thumb and and the pointer. So the yes. middle finger, the pointer, and then extends to the thumb. Look, it's it's it, the only similarity here between the two really would be the argument. Look, I wanted to get the initials KL by my hand because my hand is really big, and Nike said, Yeah, well, we got a better way to do it, and so they came up with their way, and uh, okay. <laughs> 
it's it's different. We will see how this gets ruled upon going down. Nike is fighting back. Leonard make a lot of, made a lot of allegations, and Nike wasn't taking this one sitting down and decided to publish what they received versus what they came up with because based on the allegations from Leonard, for which he put forth no art at all to support his allegations, you'd make it sound like it was very similar. Uh, last story before we get to quick takes. What yes. happened with El Chapo? El Chapo was sentenced to life in prison plus 30 years. So his corpse going to be there a really long time, right? So that means if you believe in reincarnation and he dies and comes back, when he shows up to kindergarten, they say, you just got to go to the penitentiary. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we've already sentenced you. And his legal team is still crying foul, claiming that jurors violated their duty by looking at news articles and social media about all this. I don't think for as long as he's got money, there will be the appeals process, but he has been sentenced. Cal. Meantime, his daughter has continued to press forward with her El Chapo fashion line. I don't know if there is any truth to the rumor that she's coming out with a particular orange one. <laughs> or a striped. Yeah, maybe striped or, or whatever they wear in federal prison. Or all clothing made with actual currency because he had so much. I mean, this is oh. a guy who had so much money that he was building houses and he would put it into where you put insulation inside the walls to hide the money. He used more money than he literally knew what to do with. And they actually found literally pallets yeah. of money. Pallets. Not- in the meantime, I would have just taken the pallet and sold it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know. All look. right, here we go. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for quick takes. Denise, you get to go first. Do you have a quick take? Todd, you go first. All right, I'll go first. Folks, save your children's art from preschool because if you do, you may have a claim against Nike. Quote <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> if you do the crime, you will do the time. Life plus 30 years. And a $14 billion fine. Oh, that's true. Ah, That's right. That'll put a dent in your pocketbook. And, folks, that's going to do it here for this third hour and our show for Radio Law Talk. I want to thank everybody for joining us. Remember, you can catch us every Saturday live, 9 to noon, Pacific time, on your radio station that covers all three hours or on RadioLawTalk.com. Cal, will you take us out? I will, and I'd like to thank you, Todd and Denise, for doing a great job here. Remember, Fred will be back next week, and we hope you will, too, on RadioLawTalk.com or right here on your favorite radio station. Until then, thanks for listening. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.